Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Blogcast Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. If you haven't already done so, please head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook and join the Facebook group we have there. And that is at Financial Emancipation. And if you have any questions about anything we discussed today, please feel free to send me an email at financialemancipation at gmail.com. So as we continue through this week, I wanted to kind of discuss the, um, something that's important to your finances in the context of a current event. And that is um, kind of, I want to discuss investments. So often when people talk to me about their financial freedom and their financial emancipation, one of the first things they bring up is investments. How can I invest? I need more money. I need more money. And I often tell people, um, particularly if we're having a conversation, um, that there are many, many things and many, many steps that are necessary in your finances before you can even consider investments. So investments tend to be risky. Investments are um, things where you are risking, when you make an investment, a financial investment, oftentimes you are making that investment with the understanding that you could lose your money. That makes investments on some level risky. Now the risk, it varies, right? There are some things that are pretty solid investments and the risk is low or some things that are also solid, but also very high risk investments. And the determination of which way you can jump into investments has a lot to do with where your finances are currently. And so at any point where you can discuss finances, you can discuss, excuse me, investing, you have to be to a point where you are willing and able to lose. So that's an important thing to think about, right? So you don't go to, to Vegas to gamble away money that you need for your rent. You know, you don't, anytime you go to gamble, yes, you could win, but you could also lose. And when you lose, you have to be in a comfortable space so that that money that you lost can be gone and has no adverse effects. So it's almost a question, similarly going back to being able to afford, can you afford to invest? Because a lot of people think investment is like quick money. And there are times when it can be. Um, but for the most part, most investments require um, you have to put in a lot and you have to wait on your return. And so if you have a low risk investment, you have to wait a long time often to see your return. If you have a high risk investment, it can come back very quickly, but it's also a very high risk that you could lose your money. So the space in which you are in when you can consider investing, that is a space where your finances are in good, complete working order. When I say good, complete working order, that means that you have your, your credit is together and there's not a lot of debt that you're carrying, definitely not more than 30% of your available credit, then it also means that you have a savings that's equivalent to at a minimum three months of your, of your earnings that you need to cover your bills. You have that in your savings account, cash savings. That means that you've been contributing to your retirement in, in, a, in a full and in complete way. It means that all your daily bills are up-to-date, paid, and, and on time. So there's a lot of qualifiers before, for me, when I deal with clients, before I would be willing to discuss investments, right? Particularly high-risk investments, particularly the stock market, right? So we've seen in recent, you know, recent days that the stock market, which was riding really high for the last couple of months, 
that took a deep dive and a crash, right? And if you're someone who is either interested in the stock market as far as investments, or you're someone who's already invested in the stock market, which is a lot of people, although they don't realize it, because most of the times any of your retirement um, 401ks and even some, some levels pensions are invested in the stock market, right? And it can be very risky. And so um, what happens is in these moments, there are ups and downs. And if you went and you had a report on your portfolio for your 401k, probably in October, you were really happy. But if you went and pulled that same report now, today, you might be a little concerned. You should not be concerned if you're not planning on retiring anytime soon because the ups and downs and the ebbs and flows of it, it will not impact you right now as long as you're not attempting to take out your money. If you're someone who's close to retirement, you probably are very nervous and you should be. And so the ups and downs of the stock market of that type of investment is not for the faint at heart and not for someone who is trying to get on their financial feet to get to a good financial footing um, because it's too risky. The stock market particularly is too risky. Other investments, people think about investing in property. A property investment is a long-term investment. It's one that will not pay off for you in a long time and requires a lot of money going in. That is something that you can do. But again, your financial footing that you need to be on has to be so strong when you're attempting to, to invest, particularly in a long-term investment like property, because you know we're past and beyond the housing time where it was flipping houses and everything was, you know, easy, fast money. We're beyond that that point now. We're back to the point where lenders are being cautious about who they're giving money to. We're at the point now, interest rates are good. They're, they're actually pretty good. If you own a home already, this is a good time to refinance because they're starting to creep back up. They've been at as low as three and a half percent. I see recently they're at like 4.1. 4 so they're starting to creep up. But in an in investment perspective, in order to buy a home, you have a home that you can invest in, you need to buy a home that's really, really kind of in need of some work. You have to have the money available to do the work and the ability to then flip the home. And that is not as easy as it once was. So if you're going to get a long-term investment of property, you want to do so in a sense that you can you can um, put put tenants in and make that type of long-term that type of long-term investment. But again, your financial footing that you're standing on needs to be very solid because all of that is also risky, right? The home that you own, if you put tenants in it, now you're a landlord, you have to make sure you can maintain the home. You have to be able to have money available to do work on the home or invest. You have to be able to carry the mortgage even if tenants are not there because tenants come and go. So this is like a thing where investments are great, be them long-term or short-term, be them low risk or high risk. But what we have to understand when you're making your financial plan for how you're going to get free from the burden of your finances, investments will not save you. Investments are an addition. They're an add-on. There's something that you should do with your finances once you've gotten yourself on a good financial footing, once you're in a position where you can take a risk. And I know that people, it seems counterintuitive. It's like, no, I need more money. I need to invest in so I can get more money. The problem is that an investment is risky. All investments are risky. It's just about low risk or high risk. So any investment is an opportunity to lose your money. And if you are not in a position where losing your money is an option, meaning you, again, have debt, you have credit card debt, you don't have any savings, all these things, you're not in a position to lose money, which means you are not in a position to invest. Because any investment, long-term, short-term, risky or high-risk or low-risk, can result in a loss. And you have to be, you have to be 
um, you have to be mindful of that and, and understand that taking that pie out the sky, right? You know, people want to skip steps. They're saying, oh, I know a person who invested in blah, 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 and look at them now. But you cannot skip steps. And when you do, you find yourself, like many people found themselves during 2007, 2008, when people were skipping steps in order to own homes, and the system was allowing people to skip steps. And those steps were critical steps, which they knew, meaning the lenders knew, but people who were doing it thought they were getting over. And at that point, they were able to take on more debt than they could, take on and buy more homes than they could afford. They were allowing them to take out money that was beyond the value of the homes. And what that ended up was a bubble. And when that bubble burst, the majority of the people who thought they were getting into an investment were left with bad credit, foreclosures on their, on their record, intense levels of debt, and nothing to show for this investment. You can't skip steps. Investments will not save you. They will be in a good addition. They will be an add-on. They will be something that once you are in a good financial position, you can consider, you can jump into, and that is how you grow your financial portfolio. And it's something that we should all be looking towards. But first and foremost, before you start considering any investments, know that you need to get yourself on a good financial footing, solid financial foundation, where you are in a position where you can take the risk. Because the risk in investing is always that you will lose. And that is something that most people, and if you're not in a good financial footing, you cannot risk losing money. So to summarize and recap, investments will not save you. They are a good addition, and they are a good way to increase your portfolio. But the first things first is your financial footing needs to be solid, and your financial foundation needs to be solid before you jump in to the risky game of investments. If you haven't already done so, please head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook and please join the Facebook group that is ha- that's happening at Facebook at Financial Emancipation. And we're having some really good conversations, sharing good tips. People are really being open. It's really a good amount of dialogue. So head on over there. And finally, if you have any questions for me, send me an email at financialemancipation at gmail.com. Um, thank you so much for joining me today, and I hope you'll be back tomorrow as we continue to discuss your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.